Greetings, queens. Habarizenu, my sisters. Habarizenu, beautiful women. How are you all doing? Welcome back to the Maito podcast. My name is Naja. I am your host and the creator of the Maito workshop. If it's your first time here, Karibuni Sana to our series which cover all aspects of whom we are as African women and who I share stories from our individual perspectives, including that of our grandmothers, great-grandmothers, and those whom we honor and call our ancestors. It's not a journey by me alone. I am simply of the understanding that there is a need for a vehicle for this particular journey and providing the Maito workshop as that channel. So welcome. In this episode, I'm continuing with a discussion about a very downplayed sense connected firmly to our central nervous system, which is commonly referred to in a derogative manner as quote-unquote women's intuition. Welcome to part two of this series. However, if you haven't listened to part one, I would strongly suggest that you press pause on this episode, go back and listen to part one so that you don't float during this session. I left off in the previous section by saying that we have around 36,000 sensitive nerve endings all found within the tip of our clitoris. Those are very many nerve endings for an area this small, which is one of the reasons the clitoris is known as the gatekeeper of the vagina. The clitoris sends indicators and signals to the vagina and the vagina responds to these warnings. For it is also highly wired to the same database which correctly identify foreign or harmful material on a man's sheath during sexual intercourse. In other words, both the vagina and the clitoris can correctly inform your brain when and if your partner has gone pussy hopping. And deeper still is the knowledge that if he has had sex with someone who is known to you, all these nerve endings will correctly identify who that somebody is and this is because our bodies all have their own dissimilar sense which are as distinctive as a fingerprint and if you have identified a scent just once it's stored in your database now sisters you don't need to pay an investigator to follow your mind if you instinctively sense he has cheated. Simply rely on your pussy power, on your womb, and on the data stored within your uterovaginal plexus. This is where I had left off in the last session. And I'm going to begin this session by saying, Queen's though a word. When I first began speaking about our levels of sensitivity as women, and on the ways we can identify and correctly interpret this powerful extra sense and sensitivity from our wombs, I was knocked off down my feet by those men and some women 
Who said I was teaching rubbish? We all need to take the time to pause and understand the truth of many ancestral wisdoms. We are in the 21st century and not in the Middle Dark Ages, where knowledge was deliberately prohibited and millions of books were burned in Europe to regulate information. Our wombs have a purpose and a role in our bodies and many of the womb's functions may seem magical and unrelated but they are not and can be simply explained. They are all downright common sense. I will ask you again and again not to believe me but to go on to Google and read for yourselves before you deny this very ancient knowledge. Before you deny the truths of modern science and the truths concerning the functions of the womb. I stand not only by the scientific facts but by the truth of what our grandmothers, our elders and seers taught us. Then again, some women things can only be truly understood by women. Our wombs from the gateway of the clitoris right to the ovaries which store the ova are sacred spaces that have long been under attack from both the colonialist male and the slaver male. They consider this knowledge of the understanding of our inner selves as quote dangerous information unquote. For we African women to have, to hold and to share. So, I'm going to ask you to listen to your own truth and respond to yourself as you listen to my words. How often have you felt a deep stirring of deep knowledge from the pit of your womb? How often have you felt a foreboding? Forbidding is two words. For, F-O-R-E, meaning before, and bidding, meaning to do, to act, to obey. Forbidding and foreboding are both English terms and within them have the implication and suggestion of something menacing and something we should not do. Forbidden. Do not do. For according to, and I'll be frank and admit that I'm not sure exactly who it was that first began the hideous lie that a woman should not exhibit any self-protection abilities nor display any inbuilt defense mechanisms. An African woman is supposed to be submissive, to be passive and to depend exclusively on her lord and master for all forms of protection and never to rely on her own body and never to rely on her instincts either. The man does not have and therefore cannot comprehend the workings of the uterovaginal plexus. According to this myth, women cannot have defense mechanisms and so the mythology is that a true woman should not get annoyed, shouldn't get furious, should not have a sense of justice or order or creativity, creativity, sorry, nor should she have a sense of wrong or right. And further, should not be allowed to make choices for herself which are contingent on her own body. And this is where the lie that 
a woman needs a man to look after her is brought into play. Now, like I said, I am not a feminist. I believe in the African woman. This lie that a woman needs a man to look after her is a horror. And this is the horror of the deep disengagement of our mental and emotional disconnect from our own bodies. We are taught that we must rely on the male for defense, all defense, whether without or within, whether physical or emotional, whether it concerns our hearts, stomachs, and our own wombs. We are taught to disbelieve what our own insights tell us and instead to listen to and rely only on the male figure's interpretation of his own body codes and warnings. This disconnect is termed in the world of psychology either as depersonalization or dissociation. And this is why millions of black melanated women of African descent both on the continent and worldwide are often emotionally depressed for they have been taught and forced by the systems by the governments to disconnect from their own personal reality to disbelieve themselves to stop listening to their own inbuilt warning signals in the podcast show of episode one I had given an analogue of how pain in our body is like the oil indicator of a vehicle. When a vehicle has no oil in it, it stops. It breaks down and stops running. It breaks down and ceases to accomplish those tasks that it was manufactured to perform. As humans, we have our own inbuilt mechanisms that indicate when we should stop whatever we are doing and address our pain For if we do not address the pain, it could lead to our, in quotes, stopping. In other words, our bodies will not achieve those tasks that they were created to perform. When we as women cease to rely on our internal warning mechanisms from the womb, then the function of our wombs becomes obsolete and our wombs die. This is why we have a rise in the diseases, a lack of ease of the womb. This is why we have a rise in diseases of the ovaries, a lack of ease in the ovaries. This is why we have a rise in the diseases of our vaginas, a lack of ease of our vaginas, the continual disassociation and neglect of our own wombs leads to a breakdown of their functions. Let me give you an example. We have noses, right? What if from the day that you were born, You are told that whatever you smell, whatever you sniff, 
whatever you sense with your nose is wrong. To the point that you're told that no, your nose does not smell. By the time you are 20 years old, you will believe that your nose cannot smell and therefore your nose will not smell. You will have a nose, but your nose, you'll have trained your nose to not pick up scents. Queens, what is the function and purpose of the woman and of the womb? It is one thing and that is to continuously create life. This is why our instincts are akin to the oil temperature gauge rising in a vehicle. The rising gauge indicates that we should add some oil to our cars and similarly our instincts kick in as a forewarning and as a foreboding that something is not quite balanced within the womb and that we should take the time to analyze the readings and set things right. Like a vehicle, a woman's instincts are her indicators and warning signals to stop what she's doing and to adjust and correct her body rhythms. How often have you, as a woman, felt a forewarning or instinctively felt that you need to defend yourself in a particular way by eating certain foods to stop a cold from settling in? Or having a strong urge to avoid people, places or things? How often have you avoided accidents or freakish events because you chose to follow your instincts and inner warnings? How often have you felt this knowing, this understanding, this niggling sensation in the pit of your womb? Let me detour here a little for those of you who may have gone through a cheating partner to illuminate and clarify what may have occurred within your body and why. The first understanding from a woman that her spouse has, as we call it today, strayed is usually a sense of deep and ease from her own womb, wherein your body kindly forewarns you and asks you or bids you to stop or desist from having intercourse with your spouse. The annoyance or adrenaline that arises from your womb because your man has strayed is not from the space we term an emotional heart but it's actually from the womb why is this so hmm let us decode this it is because he has brought back something which will infect and affect your womb's balance if it doesn't infect or affect your womb then your body doesn't get agitated your body only gets agitated when there is a threat to the womb's holistic well-being. Do you understand? The annoyance that arises from you towards your spouse is from the basis of the protection of your womb. That he has brought in harm. 
not maybe but he has and not harm to just the womb but of the womb's contents the eggs or the ova or the pregnancy queens we now know for a fact that the most infinitesimal change in your vaginal tissues can affect the health and intricate balance of the whole womb we now know for a fact how a minuscule variation in your womb can affect an entire pregnancy often that sensation you feel from the uterovaginal plexus in your body rising up in defense of your insides let me give you an example of the detrimental effects to a woman where our body signals warnings the woman placenta are formed to hold a pregnancy however for example if your blood does not match the blood of your fetus your body perceives and sees the fetus as a danger and as a foreign entity so it subsequently rejects ejects and removes the fetus it is therefore a known hazard to your total health as a woman if your partner's blood type does not match your own blood type in what is known as the rhesus monkey factor for remember this and it is key as we women are built to revolve around our wounds and our lives and entire body health are determined by the health of our wombs drop the doctrine and belief that your heart is the most important organ in your body for it is not you are a womb man and your entire life as a woman the condition of a wholesome life as a woman is based upon and is entirely dependent on the health of your womb if your womb is not healthy and happy dear queens then you will not be healthy nor happy this is why if your partner has sex with a person whether male or female whom your body decodes and recognizes as detrimental to your womb's healthy balance your body will automatically go on high alert ding 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 and the feeling that you perceive in the pit of your stomach is as a result of the information gathered by your uterovaginal plexus it is a warning a signal a foreboding it is an action signal basically your pussy is not telling you that he's had sex per se but that whatever he's bringing back is detrimental to your own physical and emotional health this knowledge of how a womb's womb senses are so very powerful is the root of why we as african women are informed from a eurocentric educational perspective that we do not or cannot have intuition it is a white lie based on fear and as you know when humans fear a thing they bash it to the death 
This fear of a woman's instincts have done much harm to we as women, for we are taught to distrust our own very bodies. But our grandmothers knew about intuition, and so did our ancestors. This is the knowledge that was given to girls by their aunts, to girls by their grandmothers, to girls by their mothers, to girls by their wise women elders. This was the training and teaching which was taught from birth to young girls and developed through to puberty, throughout married life, through birthing and raising children, and onwards until the girls became older and in turn after many decades became the teachers to their own daughters and granddaughters in a matriarchal cycle of knowledge which included the consideration that the younger generation should respect and listen to the elderly. Today, however, the opposite is true. And there are countless cases in Africa where younger women label queens and seers as evil, where we physically buy both the matches and the petrol to set alight and to burn to the death our own mothers and grandmothers, a time where we harm, inflict pain, and cause destruction to our elderly womb-bearers. Moreover, the pattern and configuration of our learning has been broken, and we are denied edification from our mothers at a tender age. Children are now torn away from their womb-bearers. The matriarchal sequence and succession of events and time were abolished. The cultures that our ancestors laid out for us, the intricate rhymes and rhythms and balance of our ways of life, they were destroyed, they were shattered, they were ended. This, my dear queens and sisters listening in right now, is one of the many reasons why the clitoris has been sexually objectified and broadcast as taboo with a capital T as trouble with a capital T and as evil with a capital E. This is why we are told that we need to rid ourselves of this so-called evil and lied to that it is a holy messaging. This belief and this message is pushed particularly in regards to the black woman of African descent on the continent and on her clitoris. And it's all done for one huge reason, to distract us from the truth of the true power and function of this tiny muscle and of the inner workings of the womb. And queens, we have come to the end of part two of this intuition series. I do believe that you are on the road to understanding why our intuition is such a powerful thing and it is not a crime to learn how to use our intuition. I do believe that you are on the road to understanding why our whole womb is so important to our well-being from the clitoris to our vaginas, to our ovaries, to our ova. A woman's sense of intuition does not go against any 
holy teaching. A womb is neither evil, it is not wrong, it is a part of we as women. Our intuition is like the sense of smell and the sense of touch and a woman's instincts are essential and indispensable to her health and wealth, well-being. Yes, and probably her, her wealth as well, because when you rely on your womb's instincts, you eat better, you drink better, and you begin to understand what it means that your body is a temple and that you have to be careful about whom and what you let into your living temple. So thank you dear sisters for joining me on this mito journey of the understanding of our wombs. I'll ask you to please share this link with your GFFs and sisters, cousins, aunts, friends in the diaspora, friends across Africa. Also note that Maito is on the Instagram as a public page and on Facebook as a members page. Thank you once again for taking your precious time to listen in and I'll see you as soon as I catch my breath. Shukrani na ansanteni sana. See you in a short while.